Chapter 14 The Good Girl Rosie awoke from sin-filled dreams with a monstrous hunger. She'd never been so horny in all her life. The boxers she wore to bed were completely soaked, and the smell of her own musk drove her wild. Rosie tore the shorts away. The t-shirt followed, and naked she fell back into bed. Her hand went to her crotch, and soon she rubbed herself into pure ecstasy. She almost never played with herself, as she was a good girl who didn't do things like that. But she had had the wolf dream again. They were in the shower, but the shower seemed absurdly large for just the two of them. He stood behind her, squeezing her breasts and licking her neck with his long tongue. His big, hard thing slid in between her legs, rubbing her pussy raw, but he never put it inside of her. He left her frustrated and wanting more. It had been ages since she had had that dream. The last time had been when she was still an innocent young girl. The memory came flooding back. She had woken up from a nap to someone knocking on the door. She rushed downstairs, opened the door, only to see her sister's boyfriend standing on the porch. But Jackie wasn't home. She had a doctor's appointment. Her sister's boyfriend had stopped by hundreds of times before, and Rosie never thought of him as anything more than a boy her sister liked. But the sinful dream still lingered in her mind, and she violently grabbed his hand, leading him upstairs. After that, they did things that good girls weren't supposed to do. Still, she had loved every minute of it, but she paid for it a few months later when she found out she was pregnant with Summer. He had come back the next day to see her, but Jackie had caught them that second time. Strangely, her sister didn't cry, nor had she screamed. Jackie simply looked at them with that sly, wicked grin that she flashed when she was about to do something bad. Rosie, still naked, suddenly had a moment of clarity. Jackie had been pregnant when she caught them. The signs had all been there. Jackie had been very promiscuous in high school, but in the summer before her senior year, she had stopped sleeping around. She had also stopped drinking and partying, too. And whenever Jackie spoke of her boyfriend, it was always in the future tense. What we're planning together. What we are going to do. The betrayal Jackie must have felt was something Rosie couldn't even imagine. Rosie wished that her first time had been with Joe, like she had always wanted, even if he had been a complete dork back then. But Joe had met Bethany by then, and they ended up getting married after graduation. Instead, she had married Benjamin, who was a kind man, and had raised Summer as his own. But in the end, Rosie didn't really love him. Rosie sighed. So much for being a good girl, she thought. She had stolen her sister's one chance at happiness. Wait, if Jackie had been pregnant, that meant... That meant that Martin and Summer were brother and sister. How had she never made that connection before? Somewhere in the back of her mind, she must have known. It was probably the reason why she had fought so hard to adopt her nephew. Should she tell them? Tell them that they had the same father? The shame she felt now was almost too much to bear. After all, she was supposed to be the good girl. Downstairs, Rosie heard drawers opening and closing. These sounds were followed by the clanking of plates and the rattling of silverware. Summer was setting the table for breakfast. 
Her dad, or the man she thought of as her dad, must have dropped her off this morning. But now, another sound caught her attention. The shower, running. Rosie jumped out of bed, listening. Was Martin in there, playing with himself? Rosie licked her lips at the thought. She caught her naked reflection in the closet mirror. She still looked good, even for a woman in her forties. Good enough to fuck. And what she needed right now, more than anything, was a big, hard cock inside of her. A nagging voice at the back of her head told her that Martin had a big cock. Plus, he was a teenage boy, so he wasn't likely to turn down sex, even if the offer came from her. Rosie shuddered now, thinking of him using her body to get himself off, and then filling her up with a thick load of cum. It would just be this one time, she told herself, just this once, because I'm so horny, and I can't stand it. He could take her from behind. That way they wouldn't have to look at each other while they did it. It wasn't like she was his mother or anything. Besides, he was a man now. Well, almost a man. And she was all woman. And they both had needs, although she suspected it wouldn't just be the one time. Once she walked down that path, there would be no turning back, and she would need it all the time. She gasped, slapping her hand against the mirrored door. She had been playing with herself, and hadn't even realized it until she came. Rosie heard the shower turn off. There's still time, she told herself, and her body ached to be touched by him. Go into his room and jump his fucking bones, a voice screamed at her from the back of her mind. She vigorously shook her head at the suggestion. Rosie turned away from the closet mirror. What had come over her? She hadn't had sex in almost a week. That was probably it. She'd call Joe after the kids went to school and scratch that itch. That won't work, she heard now. He won't be able to satisfy you. What you need is young, teenage, cock. No, she cried. No, she told herself again, trying to convince herself. She was a good girl, and good girls didn't do things like that. Rosie grabbed a clean t-shirt from the dresser and put it on. Almost immediately, she took it off. It felt stifling against her skin. Instead, she reached for her robe, tossing it loosely around her body. Now she headed downstairs, seemingly unaware that her cleavage was on full display. Summer gave her mother a weird look as she entered the kitchen, and her daughter continued to steal strange and curious glances at her mother as she put three bowls on the table and poured oatmeal in each one. Rosie sighed as Martin brushed past her, her body shuddering at his touch. Summer stared at her mother again as she sat down next to Martin. Rosie joined them, sitting across from her nephew. Now she watched as Martin poured a mountain of sugar onto his oatmeal and then shoved a giant spoonful of the stuff into his mouth. He soon finished the entire bowl and then licked the bowl clean with his long tongue. Rosie shuddered again, thinking about what else he could do with that tongue. More, Martin growled. Summer glared at him. Nevertheless, she shoved her bowl over. He quickly snatched it and then repeated the process, adding a mountain of sugar 
shoving the oatmeal down his throat in big spoonfuls, and then licking the bowl clean. He now eyed Rosie's bowl. Rosie returned his stare. She heaved her chest forward, while at the same time played with a strand of her hair in a flirty gesture. He snatched her bowl and quickly polished it off. Rosie felt as if she should say something about him being rude, but all she could manage was to point to her lips, as if telling him where she wanted it first. What? Martin snarled when he caught both women staring at him. Nothing, Summer stammered. Rosie's response was to sink low in her chair and spread her legs wide under the table. Did you want a ride to school? Summer asked. Rosie sat up. That was a surprise. She let Summer use the car, as her daughter did most of the grocery shopping. But never once had Summer offered to drive Martin to school. Most of the time, Summer appeared more than happy to let Martin stand in the rain, waiting for the bus. Why don't you go ahead, honey? Rosie said now, surprised at how normal her voice sounded. I have to talk to Martin about something private. Summer again gave both of them a strange look and shook her head. Then she left, slamming the door shut behind her. As soon as Rosie heard the car pull away, she got up and pushed her body back against the sink. She heaved her chest forward again and licked her lips. The only way she could have been more obvious in what she wanted was if she just told him outright that she wanted him to fuck her. Martin got the hint, though, and he stood and then approached, pausing only to put his glasses in his pocket. Her breath became shaky at his approach, but her eyes stayed focused on him. He narrowed the gap between them, and now they were only inches apart. Rosie made the first move, and now her fingers traced the bulge in his pants. So big, she said with a sigh. Rosie pulled her hand back, and then put a finger to her lips, sucking it. Now it was his turn, as his long fingers pulled at the knot of her robe. Rosie knew that as soon as he got it open, it would be over. She would succumb to him completely, and that excited her. She had it all planned out. They would do it right here in the kitchen, her pushed back against the sink, her eyes never leaving his, watching him as he violated her over and over again, then screaming as he defiled her, filling her full of cum. She dropped to her knees after, sucking him off, getting him hard again, so she could lead him into the living room. She'd make him sit on the couch and then straddle him, letting her big boobs bounce in his face as she eagerly rode his cock. Then they would do it in the shower, him taking her from behind and her screaming at him to do it hard. His bed next, on her knees again, his big cock wedged between her breasts, her chest heaving as she got him off, until he blew his load all over her, marking her as his, to do with as he pleased. Her room after that, her body still dripping wet from his cum, him on top of her, holding her down, dominating her, making her squirm, until they both came hard. They would only stop when Summer came home from school. But as soon as Summer went to bed, Rosie would sneak into her nephew's room, and then they would fuck each other all night long. Rosie moaned as her robe fell open. He pulled her close. Her fingers shook so much that she had trouble unzipping his pants. 
Suddenly the back door opened. Rosie quickly turned away, pulling a robe closed. Hi, Martin, Emily chirped as she rushed to embrace him. Mmm, Emily said now. Someone's happy to see me. Emily sneaked an arm around Martin's neck, pulling him down so that she could kiss him. The kiss lasted for an eternity, at least in Rosie's tormented mind, before Emily finally pulled away. Hi, Rosie, Emily said cheerfully. Rosie offered a friendly nod, but her thoughts were anything but kind. Little bitch, Rosie thought. Emily took Martin by the hand and started to lead him out. Quit dragging your feet, she said. My dad is giving us a ride. Emily stopped, flashing him a look of concern. Don't worry, you can ride in the front, she said. Then with a laugh, she added, I'll be the prisoner this time. And then they were gone, leaving Rosie with only her shame to keep her company. Shame at what she had almost done.